now we'll take a quick break for our geeky weeky. Welcome in guten Abend. I am Johannes of Anzaboards, and this is the geeky weeky. <laughs> I, I don't have a response to that. That was amazing. Very good. <laughs> Sorry, Stefan. So I am Johnny Von the Boards. We're doing our geeky weeky. I'm here with Nerdy at Home Dad. Hey, everybody. Tui's over there making drinks because he works for a living. And Sarah's waiting for the cable guy. Because she needs her, mama needs her stories. Yep, yep. I get it. Oh, I'm, I'm there. I get it. Uh, no judgment here. So this week in news, there was some pretty cool things happening. We got a lot of Star Wars news because, of Woo. course, Friday was Force Friday. Um, but we'll talk more about that later because I'm going to put all the Star Wars stuff in one block. Uh, so to start us off, we have DC news. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, DC is working on a solo Joker film. See, I don't know if... Um, is this seriously a for real thing or is this it, just coming it out It sounds of like life? it's a for real thing. It sounds like Martin Scorsese is tied on to direct it. Uh, like, which it, I was, think was the source like Telenovelas Weekly? <laughs> uh, this one is Up Rocks. Um, but this story is that Jared, Le- Jared Leto is unhappy with this decision, which I get it. Yeah, he, he kind of got shafted, really. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you work hard to get in the character for this movie. You change a lot. He lost a lot of weight to, like, look sickly for this role. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, throw, throw all the shade or hate you want. I honestly think he deserves uh, a shot at doing it proper. I think he deserves to stay in the DCEU. I think... Yeah. So a lot of people didn't like the Joker in Suicide Squad, but honestly... He wasn't given anything to do. No, and with this dark like path that DC is going with their extended universe, he makes sense I mean, to the was, story. He was basically just Deus Ex Joker. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, and so like I, I would say give him all... And the thing is, though, is... Uh, this Joker film is not tied to the DCEU. So he's yeah, not so getting like replaced. Sort of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like their whole multiverse right. idea. Um, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, DC is just confusing their fan base. It, it, it's, it's not Leto's fault. I'm like, no. th- there were so many things wrong with that movie. Yeah. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I I'm think, not a Leto fanboy. I'm not trying to get all up on his junk here. Yeah. But I think like I think a Scorsese Joker film would be cool because he does a lot of gangster type things. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a good organized crime and, type movie. And for that, I'm assuming this Scorsese Joker is gonna be more along the lines of the Tim Burton Joker and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um which is kind of exciting because I kind of wished that Jack Nicholson had his own Joker movie back in the day. Yeah. Uh but the so that it's reported that Scorsese and Warner Brothers want Leo DiCaprio as Joker, yeah. um, which people uh, are terrified about this because uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of like Heath Ledger where they throw themselves into the role, and if you throw a method actor like that at the Joker, uh, you could end up with another Heath Ledger scenario. Right. Uh, and, and since I just brought up Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, they are doing an animated movie based on that. It's uh, late 19th century uh, Batman versus Jack the Ripper. Mm. I believe that's going to be a, an R-rated because that's some nice 
some pretty heavy material. Yeah. Uh, speaking, going back into Gotham, it looks like this season of Gotham, we will have Bruce taking on the mantle of Batman. So I think that's going to be the last of the season. I want to see him series. go like full on like Spider-Man homecoming, Tobey yeah. Maguire like sweats. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I mean, they, he more or less did in the beginning. He put yeah. on like a ski mask and yeah. a cod piece. Um, I could be making a cod piece up. So be on the lookout for that. I th- the reason why I say I think it's the end for the series is because when they started Gotham, they, they said, said it yeah. would end with him becoming Batman. Of course, um, that's what they said about Smallville. And, and mm, yeah, I guess he true. never did fly. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Marvel news. Uh, Inhumans came out to IMAX audiences. Was to that just a one day or is it still uh, I think it was... I think it was a one-day thing. I don't know. See, and that's where they're screwing up. I forgot about it. I, I would yeah. have gone. Well, they didn't do a lot of... They didn't do that great of a marketing campaign. Like They, they kind of Wonder woman the marketing? Yeah. I mean, like, you saw YouTube commercials for the IMAX experience, but there were no, like, ABC right. should have thrown their money at TV-wise and just thrown all those commercials on ABC 24-7. It's, it's like they got heckled at, at Comic-Con and just gave up. Yeah, and uh, so I talked with... Uh, our friend Caitlin Booth from Bleeding Cool about it because she went to see uh, Inhumans and she said it's a TV show. Which is what I expected. Yeah, it's, it's you know, people need to stop. She said people need to stop thinking that it's going to be a movie budget. It's going to be well, movie at, quality. It's a TV show. Look at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That, you can tell they have some things the budget doesn't quite allow them to yeah. do that they would like to do. For sure. It, it It's TV. But yeah, so... Uh, I mean, Walking Dead got screwed for an entire season because of stupid madmen. Yeah. Got stuck on a farm. Yeah. Because of budget. Yeah. So uh, I would I just keep telling people, just give it a chance. Give humans a yeah. chance. It deserves it. it, it it's going to be interesting, interesting to see how they work the story into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because um, I don't think this is going to be a multi-season thing. I think it's going to be a one and done kind oh, of, really? kind of like Agent Carter was supposed to. So we might get like two or three seasons, and I'd be okay with that. Tell me one tight story. Yeah. Uh, were they going to end it in the theater as well, or, or was I don't, it just I don't know. Oh, no, with, that was Dark Tower. I'm sorry, that was Dark Tower. No, with with the abysmal turnout for the premiere. Yeah. I don't think that they'll do anything else in the theater. Uh, but anyway, Inhumans comes out September 29th. So soon. So I wish they had done it for more than a day. I really do because I saw well, yest- I saw the uh, an ad for it yesterday when I took my girls to see a movie. Yeah, and I was like, oh, but wasn't that one day? Because I I, I would have gone today or I would have gone yesterday or tomorrow yeah. since I'm off. Tomorrow yeah, being well, Labor Day. The funny thing though too is that um, the I don't know. It's there's there's so much about this whole thing. Like so. The marketing was bad for it. The getting laughed, the trailer getting laughed off the stage at Comic Con was bad press. And again, if it's the same one that you and I watched a couple weeks ago, it didn't. It wasn't laughable. Yeah, it it's, was. It's not movie budget. Yeah, it's but it wasn't, TV. It, you know, it wasn't some. Uh, oh God, what was that horrible? Uh, it wasn't like the 1989 Captain America movie or the the Fantastic Four movie yeah. they made just so they could keep the the rights. Or uh, Incredible Hulk and, uh, and Daredevil. <laughs> Either one. Uh, the that whole arc where Incredible Hulk was in on trial. Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, the Incredible I've, Hulk v. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Hulk 
Hulk not feel baby smooth. <laughs> but yeah, so be Sorry on the lookout for Inhumans. Give uh, it a chance, folks. Give it a chance. Death Note. Ugh. I did not get... I, I didn't start it. I, I was excited for it, but then like the... From what I've been hearing, it's not worth checking out. You know, it's it's very campy. I think so. It kind of they kind of go with like an anime live action anime style, like the when they scream and they yell, it's over the top. This was Netflix, Uh, right? Yeah, Netflix. After this, should we talk about what's coming up on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Um, So it's really uh, bombastic. Yeah, and I mean, like, I get like I have a lot of friends who are like, you know, I've never read the stories, I've never watched the anime, and I like it, and it's like. You know, I I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. It was it was a movie. You know, it was something to turn on at six o'clock in the morning when right. I was sick and I needed something to watch. Um, See, and that's uh, I'm going to go on a bit of an anime, just not just tangent for a second. Um, so I never really got into anime, and I'm still on the fence. But I talked to a friend and. Most of what she consumes is, well, you know, Eastern entertainment, right? You know, the anime and all, and the, and the manga. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's hard for me because it's so over the top and, and right. so bombastic. But I'm guessing, just like the, like they use more slapstick. That's just their humor sensibility. Yeah. So well, so the reason why I brought Death Note up is because uh, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that. Uh, there are two sequels in the works that Netflix is ready to make two sequels to Death Note. Which is, I mean, it makes sense because they did leave it open-ended to creating sequels for it. So if you were a fan of it, hooray. If you're not a fan of it, sorry. Yeah. Uh, So leading into what is on coming to Netflix in September, we'll just go over a few of them because there's a lot coming out. Uh, so a lot, a lot of Shaquille O'Neal presents Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, <laughs> like five or six of them. Uh, so if you're into that, hey, good news. So it's funny. So I got this list from Vulture.com uh, for TV. The first thing that it says is available September 1st. Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy Dad. 14. Dad of Light. I think is it supposed to be Day of Light or is it Dad of Light? I want it to be Dad. I want it to be Bob Saget <laughs> as Danny Tanner. <laughs> But it looks like it's a Final Fantasy show because it says season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lego Elves for the Kids season one comes out came out on the first. Narco season three is out. Uh, the Blacklist season four comes out on September seventh. Uh, BoJack Horseman season four. I still need to watch that. Oh my god! I was so excited when I saw this. Uh, BoJack Horseman season four comes out on Friday. Nice. Uh, Portlandia comes out next, on Sunday, uh, season seven, Portlandia. And then the next stuff we'll go over next week. Right. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the relevant week. But movies available starting September 1st. We have Dead Poets Society, Deep Blue Sea, uh, Disney's Hercules <laughs> and Mulan. The, can Shark ate me? <laughs> Sorry, I had to edit because I don't think this is the not safe for work uh, episode. Gangs of New York, which I need to see again. It's, it's so good. Uh, Jaws one, two, three, and the Revenge. Maybe I'll finally watch a Jaws movie. Yeah, Pulp Fiction, Requiem for a Dream, more kids movies, 
or kid movie, the Rugrats movie. I love the Rugrats oh, movie. Oh, that was a good one. Except uh, for except for when Angelica sang that dang uh, uh, Blondie song. I, I yeah, I hate yeah, that yeah. song. Uh, the Secret Garden. It's a secret. Uh, let's see what else. Newsies is available. The Broadway musical. Oh, I actually saw that in Los Angeles. That was pretty good. Uh, and then everything else will go through next week. Yeah, when I this is a list for the whole month. When my daughter's uh, choir went and performed in Disneyland, we we saw a show of Newsies, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, never so, saw the movie. I've never seen it either. Isn't it Christian Bale in it? He's like, I'm Newsy. I'm a Newsy. <laughs> Trust in me. <laughs> uh, so, and talking about things coming out. Uh, you merely adopted papers. <laughs> it comes out this week. Stephen King's It, the new movie adaptation. And Stephen King himself said he was not prepared for how good and how terrifying it well, was. Well, I mean, traditionally, movies based on his stuff are usually in the mediocre range. Yeah. Averaging out, let's say. Um, so... Annalisa and I are going Tuesday night. We won tickets from uh, Fox 13's Good Day Utah. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks, Rich Bonaducci. Yeah. So we'll be seeing that Tuesday, so we'll be able to let you guys know how what we thought about it uh, next week. Uh, I'm excited for it. I loved yeah. it. I lo- I, the movie terrified me as a kid with Tim Curry. See, I didn't see it until I was a father, so you know, I was like 17. Right. Right. Uh, I saw it when it came out, 1990. I was five years old when it came out, and my dad, uh, my dad loved the book growing up. So we sat down and watched it, and all of us were afraid of clowns after that. We all float down here. I showed the. uh, (laughs) Sorry, Stefan. You float too. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So stupid. But. uh, I showed the 90s TV movie to the Hylian and Mermaid, and they just the laughed. With Harry Anderson and... Well, yeah, okay. and uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, yeah. They just laughed the entire time, so I got it, back at them. It's laughable when you watch it now. It, it's not... Yeah, it's not aged well. Yeah. But uh, so afterwards, I showed them the exorcism of Emily Rose and then played like actual exorcism audio recordings because I wanted to terrify them. For laughing at a movie that terrified me when I was a child. Yeah, the only thing that like saves me from those sorts of things. I mean, the movie, whatever. But the uh, the creepy audio recordings, man, because that that's your imagination just yeah. going wild. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay, you're an audio engineer of sorts. Let's. Th- this can easily be done. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, so it is going to be amazing. Uh, speaking of movies, we went and saw Hitman's Bodyguard last night. Oh, maybe we can go tomorrow. Good. It's so Tui and I were talking about it, and we decided that if it was any other actors in the leads, it would be a terrible movie. Okay. The script is not the the parts that aren't ad libbed, which you could tell there's a lot that's ad libbed. Right. It's Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Of course, it's going to be ad libbed. <laughs> um, but if you had any other actors, it would be a terrible movie. These two made it hey, hilarious. Sometimes stunt casting works. It is so funny. Uh, just the way lines are delivered. It ha- uh, I didn't know it had um, the woman who plays Elektra in Daredevils in it. I forget her oh, name, but uh, she's coming to Comic-Con. So if you're going to Salt Lake Comic-Con... Elodie Young? Something like that. 
Ooh, if I just pulled that up, I impressed myself. <laughs> I didn't ID. I didn't IMDb it though. So if I'm wrong, let us know in the comments. Yes, yell at us for Maybe. not knowing a amazing actress's name. Tell me to get my ass off the boards and on the computer once in a while. But she's really good in it. She has a lot of action scenes. Um, so when you go to Salt Lake Comic Con, tell her hi and tell her she was amazing in Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, but yeah, it's I, I would definitely recommend it. Nice. Uh, not a family movie, of course. Uh, there's Unless you're Dr. Sarah. Or, or if you're uh, Tui, because he took the Hylian, which well, is he's, fine. He's teenagers, teenagers it's, it's, a, it's a funny movie to take teenagers I, to. I was like 12 when I saw the first Total Recall. I was five when I saw the first Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, so it, other things releasing, we have video games. Oh, Mario and Rabbids just came out, which is one I won't be picking up because it's just not my... XCOM is not my style of gameplay, Right, that's the kind of game it is. Well, uh, one of my friends bought Rabbids, and he said it's really fun. So he said he and his kid play it all the time, and they love it. So it it sounds like if you have younger kids, this is definitely a game to get uh, and play with your kids. Yeah, we're we're still playing the heck out of Splatoon 2. Looks like there's not a lot coming out this week. Knack 2 for the PS4, Destiny 2 for the PS4 and Xbox One. I'm sure there's some hype there. Uh, I'd guess. I don't know. Never played it. And that's all this week. Just two games this week. And then, uh, yeah. And I don't know. It doesn't have anything that, it doesn't have anything for Nintendo listed. Well, it has Pokken. It it just dropped, yeah, Pokken Tournament, which is uh, the Pokemon Tekken crossover. They did that for the Wii U this one is going to have more fighters, probably from the newer Sun and Moon games. Yeah, and this is that doesn't come out till the twenty second. So then, we'll talk about more games yeah. as they're coming out. I think it's because they just dropped Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, there's there's no point in dropping any other games for the Switch right now. Um, I mean, they they kind of dropped the ball when they uh, they released Arms, which was a new IP, and it was you know getting some traction. But then, like right on the heels of it, they put out Splatoon two, which you know the first one was pretty big as, yeah. as far as Nintendo games go. And yeah, they just kind of stepped on their own feet there. So now we go into the... Tr- oh wait, one more story before we get into Star Wars. Uh, one of the f- a Facebook accounts that I follow, Man vs. Cosplay, they posted the security rules at oh, I Long yeah, Beach Comic Con. And these are the prohibited items that were at Long Beach Comic Con. Lay down the law. No concealed weapons, which, obvious. Yeah. Uh, no containers of any kind. So I don't know if that means like backpacks or... Well, it specifically says backpacks later. Oh, yeah. No contraband. Duh. <laughs> I mean, what you isn't contraband like just everything that's on the list anyway? Right. I mean, they don't go into specifics well, maybe, on contraband. Maybe they're leaving that vague just like, you know... So the security could be like, oh, this right. is contraband. No. Right. Uh, no glass. No large or oversized bags. What about my glass eye? Yeah. Well, large and oversized bags, it's like that's dumb because... People buy stuff at conventions, and they need bags. They need uh, something to carry things in. And the plastic bag they give you, you know, while nice, may not hold everything you want to put in it. Uh, No backpacks or duffel bags. Uh, I get duffel bags. I mean, unless you're a vendor, you don't need a duffel bag with backpacks. And and in case you missed it, this is not for Salt Lake Comic Con. No, this is for Long Long Beach Beach. Comic Con. I don't think Salt Lake Comic Con is going to go this Uh, Just just in case somebody missed that part, I wanted to make sure they caught it. Uh, No laser pointers or noisemakers. That's a good idea. 
Besides, like, droids have droids. <laughs> uh, no outside food or beverages. So usually every con has that. Yeah. But well, they they have food vendors there, and and they right. they make money off of the food vendors. Well, and so. my guess, because like Salt Lake Comic Con has a no outside food or vet beverage too, but they'll let you bring in like snacks. They'll let right. you bring in like little snack kids. pack things, even yeah. for adults. Little, little, I know bag people of goldfish, without kids. Maybe some uh, yeah. You know, if you're hyperglycemic, huge, you might need a little bit of sugar. Yeah. And bring like a little pack of Chips Ahoy or right. a little pack of goldfish. Uh, and then no oh, video. Five pound Toblerones. Yeah, <laughs> no video or audio equipment. Good luck with that. You're gonna make everybody leave their cell phone at home. That that's exactly the point. It's like I, uh, I right not. here is a video and audio recording device. I'm like, what are you in the '90s? Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, and then their last thing is all entry con- uh, oh, constitutes. constitutes consent to search. So if if you're of darker skinned persuasion, be prepared to be searched. Yeah, and I mean like I get I get the why people are getting more into their security now with what happened in Phoenix Comic Con right. with that guy and, running and in with guns and stuff you know, trying to get Jason David Frank. But what what kills me about that is that is so much the exception. How many dozens if not hundreds of cons have we had where that hasn't happened yeah and it's like yes it gets blown up and sensationalized because that's what sells right don't be stupid yeah and i mean like for me it's one of these things where it's like i don't think these so like like you said this is not salt lake comic-con i don't think salt lake comic-con will go to this extent Salt Lake Comic Con has a really good rapport with like the local uh, police departments and stuff. They send right. a lot of off-duty police officers to. Dude, I would I would like to see somebody rush Jason David Frank and get their ass beat. Oh no, yeah, no, not with a gun. No, no, that's, no, that's stupid, no, yeah, but, yeah. Because you know, dude can fight. Yeah, he's an MMA fighter. He wants he wanted to fight CM Punk for his first fight. <laughs> uh, for CM Punk's first fight. Um, so yeah, don't mess with Dave, Jason David Frank. Yeah, he's a nice guy, but if you rush him, he'll kick your ass. You know, if you're at a higher elevation, he might be getting that uh, elevation sickness. Give, give him a break. Yeah. That's a real thing. Because <laughs> that's I, what I happened caught, his I first time like here. That. Yeah, he was, you could tell he was um, not feeling it. So now Star we're Wars. into Star Wars. 20 minutes in, we're Star Wars. <laughs> this will be the longest episode ever. Seriously. Because uh, we have a lot of Star Wars news. Uh, I want to save that first story I shared in our thread for last because it's amazing. Hello, uh, Mr. The Human. Hello. So, Star Wars news. Uh, so, Screen Rant ran the story about how Disney, uh, the story group for Disney, is blocking stories set after the original trilogy. Right. So, so anything from Jedi back is you can write books or material, right. but anything from so there on. So, they allowed people, they allowed authors like Claudia Gray to write. In between right, six and, I, I and read seven, the, uh, the Princess Leia, the Bloodline. That yeah, was yeah. a good book. So is this moving forward from here on out? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. So there's nothing letting... after the Battle of Jakku can be written. Okay. Without. Like... Well, they're saying nothing yet. So well, they'll, during, they'll probably do. It, they'll probably do it like in five years. Yeah. During the days of the extended universe, which is now non-canon, get over it. Uh, Lucas put a ban on Clone Wars era stuff because he knew he was going to get to it. So this is just, I'm guessing, more or less the same thing. Yeah, so uh, Screen Rant wrote this article because of a few uh, tweets by our friend Brian Young. Curse you! 
uh, Brian was replying to somebody saying that uh, Claudia Gray would love to write a Qui-Gon Jinn Obi-Wan novel uh, or something exploring the gray areas of Lando's morality. And then he... I would love that. Yeah. And then he also tweeted that Claudia also hopes to do a sequel to Lost Stars, but it has to be when the story group opens up storytelling after the Battle of Jakku. Okay, Lost Stars, that was a good book. I read that one. I, I really enjoy it. It, it. it has no characters that you know. Well, they, they might intersect, but these two people from the planet I can't I can't remember. But they they intersect with major stories from the original trilogy, and right. I really liked it. I mean, the uh, the star just uh, yeah the star destroyer on Jakku. That's how that book ends. One of right. them is like uh, an officer on that ship. I if you haven't read it. I, I've I'd been wanting to read it. read it. But yeah, so uh, this article just goes through like it's, you know, they'll probably open it up later on, but uh, don't, don't be look, don't hold your breath for the book. Right, right. <laughs> Excuse me. Don't hold your breath for the book while they're still making uh, episode nine. Uh, more Rebels, or more Rebels, more Star Wars news, which happens to deal with Rebels. Uh <laughs> I thought we were having a release date of the 23rd of September. That's what I always heard okay. for Rebels. But, but the release date for season four is now October 16th. Oh, I can wait a little longer. Happy birthday to me. It's the day after my birthday, so I'm not being an adult for my birthday. We're having a Rebels <laughs> birthday party for me. Sweet. My 32nd birthday is a Rebels party. Everybody dress up. I'm going to jump out of a cake for him wearing my Star Wars underwear. Uh, no, you're going to be cosplaying as um, Zeb. Wearing Star Wars underwear, yes. jumping out of a yeah. cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, really quick, do you need a coffee refill, Johnny? And James, you want a drink? Uh, can I get a Laura you? Palmer? Yes, I make you a Laura Palmer. Thank Tell you. Thanks, brother man. Uh, Laura Palmer is a very delicious drink. It is the special right now. It is uh, tea... Frozen berries, green tea, green tea okay. frozen berries, limeade, uh, and there's something else, and it's made with love. It's a variation on the Arnold Palmer. Yes, it's a Arnold. Arnold uh, it's a Twin Peaks version of Ar- Arnold Palmer, uh, but it's really good. I really love it. It's come down, grab one, test it out for yourself, and then you'll end up only drinking that whenever you come here. Okay, Force Friday. So, well, we still have some more Rebel okay. stuff. Sorry, this is a super long geeky weeky. Uh, it, it could be its own episode. Yeah, uh, season t- or the second trailer came out. It looks really good. Uh, there's some. They had a panel about rebels at uh, Canada Fan Expo, and they just kind of gave some little tidbits. I'm I'm hoping we get not not a lot, just a little bit more Bendu. Well, so. Uh, because I'm, I'm intrigued, and if if left to my imagination, cool. I won't complain. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, that's a compelling character, and I think he has some very poignant thoughts on the Force. Well, so I don't think we'll see the Bendu per se because I think we're spending the rest of the series on Lothal. Oh, really? Um, okay. But I don't know. So we got we learned things like. Wasn't, didn't uh, you guys say this season was going to be about Sabine? Well, so this is this is what was released at the panel at Canada Fan Expo. Uh, Kanan and the other Jedi younglings knew of Ahsoka because she was famous for being Anakin's Padawan. 
Okay. Uh, we're going to learn what Bo-Katan thought of Darth Maul's rule of Mandalore. Uh, Sabine and Ezra... Brief as it was. Yeah. Sabine and Ezra will be doing a lot more this season without Kanan and Hera. Um, there's a clip... Uh, there was a clip shown of Hera putting Rex and Callus in control of the ghost. I'm... Can, can I spoil season three a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry if you haven't seen it. Just skip ahead, I don't know, 30 seconds, just to be safe. I'm... I'm not sure whether to be glad or disappointed that they saved Callus. I don't dislike the character, but it would a- add some gravity to their situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I think I think Callus dies this season. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think a lot of people. Yeah, um, I, but going on to what you were talking about, so uh, Thrawn is fighting oh, against yeah. the Empire they're about not, how to deal with you the rebels. Guys aren't doing it right. Well, he's focused on that one cell while the Empire is like focusing on the galaxy. But Thrawn is a master tactician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, almost because of almost that, droid levels of. Like yeah, impressive yeah. Uh, tactics. But because of that, Thrawn and Price will be trying to manipulate each other throughout the whole season to try to attain their goals. Is she the governor? Yeah. Okay. Governor Price is trying to... So she's representing the Empire and trying to just deal with the big picture and Thrawn is trying to deal with the, the uh, Phoenix Squadron. So in talking about the Bendu... If you watch the trailers, you've seen wolves running around. And a lot of people are like, oh, the wolves are Ahsoka. It, they're not Ahsoka. Uh, they are loath wolves. So they're wolves she, native to... She's not a lycanthrope. Yeah. So they're wolves <laughs> that are... Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, but they're wolves native to Lothal. Uh, and they are like the Bendu in that they... Okay, that Laura Palmer looks really good. It is really good. Uh, but they are like the Bendu in that they're part of the natural force of Lothal. Nice. So I think that's that's what the Bendu was. Is he's the natural force of that planet they were on, uh, their base their base was on. Um, so they're neither light nor dark, but we see them riding with the rebels. Yeah. So that'll be see, fun. And, oh, God, this is going to be so long. I think it's so interesting what they're doing with like Bendu, and you know he's like, hey man. Yeah, you, you think you're doing good being on the light side, but that's not balance. And then with where, where I think they're going to go with Last Jedi, I'm so intrigued. It's like, yeah, you know, that what, what they've been touting, one side winning is not balance. Yeah. So, so this, this is the last thing I'll share for Rebels. Uh, the ending of Rebels has been shot. Ooh. And the season is Gag more order. connected. Yeah. The season is more connected to the other storylines of the films. Oh, dang it. So oh, it connects the gosh. films more than ever, is what they said at Canada Fan Expo. So my guess is that series finale, they're going to uh, Scarif. Oh, God, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, and explain why, uh, you know, just explain a, a lot of that. So. Well, and we'll see because we know we know send. Uh, we know Hera's, Hera's called out by, by name, and the yeah, ghost yeah. was in the battle. Yeah, so. so we know that at least and Hera Chopper. and Chopper are alive. Uh, so we get to see, we'll get. I hope we get to see who all is there, and maybe they'll the, maybe they'll even attach it to the Last Jedi. Maybe maybe they know where. Uh, they've maybe they circle the planet that Luke is on at the end of <laughs> Force they're, Awakens. They're gonna re. They're going to do a new special edition 
of the original trilogy and just throw Chopper in scenes. <laughs> He's going to be a forced ghost at the end of Jedi. But yeah, so... Excited for Rebels October 16th, 2017. Yes, sir. And I got... And that brings us into Force Friday. I went shopping. I went shopping. All I, I got, got all I got were patches for my my impressive Star Wars vest. You all need to come and see it uh, at Salt Lake Comic Con. I think it's impressive. I'm biased. I love it. I got a lot of toys. Well, not a lot. Uh, dude, I I want to get that Sphero BB9E, but just like the Porgs, I'm like I want to see what the context is in the movie before I commit to these well, characters. I know it's going to be. The BB ninety is an Empire droid, which you um, know. So was K. So was K two before the he got. That's true. Jack, but everything. So he might be a he might be a K two of this movie. Yeah. He or might he, be a he spy. might just be a good uh, foil for BB eight. Yeah. Um, so do we? I want the R two Sphero. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Do we know why Finn is wearing what looks to be a First Order uniform? So that's that's what I think. That's why I started thinking. I was like, oh. I get it. Is he BB-9E to, is he's a trying spy, to and he's Finn's spy. Dude, you just gave me chills. So I, I hope that's... So I we'll mean, find out in December. Not it, I'm cool, but like I said, I want to see what they are before I commit. Yeah, Porgs are cute, but if they end up going all Jar Jar, yeah. I'm not jumping that bandwagon just yet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there, were, there, were a lot of, there were a lot of good toys this year, yeah. I think. Like, uh, what, what, they, what is the, uh, the line that is... More directed toward young girls. Uh, the Forces of Destiny. So they have those 12-inch yeah. uh, figures. Dolls, they're they're like Barbies. And I so want to get them for my daughters. I want to get my youngest, the Ray, with the BB-8. Yeah, and yeah. My, my The older daughter, the, uh, the Leia with the R2. But I just... They're not as into the Star Wars as I am. So I'm you should Have sure. they watched the Forces of Destiny shorts? Where, where do you find them? YouTube. Okay. They're just all I, over YouTube. I will make them. Well, like, and you don't even have, like... Uh, and then maybe some snuff films, just for yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's YouTube. Right. <laughs> but uh, there, there were a lot of really good toys released this, this time. Also, Hasbro, they're bringing back what seems like the uh, Comlinks from oh. the night from Phantom Menace. Right. Where, where they you, have where the they, RFID chip yeah, inside them. Yeah, you put them on the, the, the base and they'd make a noise or whatever. Yeah, so they don't have a base. They have an RFID chip inside of them. And you could phone? get this thing. Oh. No, no. You could get this wristband, and anytime you play with a toy, it makes sound effects, and you can interact with the toy. So if you are a uncle or aunt, and you want to piss off your, your, your brother or sister, give their kids this. Well, so <laughs> this is the thing. Uh, Hasbro made it, so all the toy, all the eight ninety nine toys, or all the seven ninety nine, at like, least like the the three and a half inch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so all of those toys have the chip in them. Oh, that's so. Cool. So anything you buy at Target or Walmart, any of those Star Wars toys that are seven to eight bucks, have okay. the chip in them. They all they have to buy is the the starter the pack for it. The wristband is twenty nine ninety nine. They better put out a K two S L because I will buy it. <laughs> They might. I'll buy the whole kit and caboodle for a K2 and a chopper. But uh, everybody was excited because they finally came out with uh, Old Man Luke action figure. Oh, yeah. uh, that well, I, looks And it looks amazing. It looks really nice for, you know, the $8 price point. Um, Ray was center stage at everything. Uh, they made a lot more Ray toys this year than they did for uh, Force Awakens. She was on all of the merchandising. Yeah. Light, light your torches, folks. 
And get your pitchforks. I like her hair. You don't like the Ray? No, I like her hair. I like it. It's different, and I don't care. I like her hair. I well, liked it, makes... it. I liked it in the last one. I like it in this one. I, I her your hairdo is not going to make or break a character. You well, like... and it's it's all part of an evolution of the character. Right. I mean, she's had she had that same hairstyle on Jakku since she was a kid. <laughs> I was going to say look at Luke, but that had a little more to do with a motorcycle accident, so it seems yeah. insensitive. <laughs> but I mean, you think about it though. She had the ha- same hairstyle as a kid. And well, look at Leia. Uh, yeah, Leia has a new hairstyle every movie. Sometimes a couple of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the hair is fine. But uh, besides like those Hasbro toys, yeah. there was a Black Series Poe Dameron helmet. Oh, I saw that. I want to get that for Jay because I don't want to make it. Yeah. It's $80. $80, yep. It has a microphone and oh, three speakers that. inside of it. Are you serious? And you communicate with BB-8. So what? BB-8 is talking to you and you're responding oh, okay. to BB-8. I'm like, or you're telling BB-8 commands. It doesn't come with a BB-8. Right, right. It's just you hear the BB-8. Yeah, you hear voice. BB-8 and you talk back and forth with BB-8. Um we talked yeah. about the Sphero droids. Those are one seventy nine. Have to be its own episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're at like forty minutes. Uh, I'm gonna just tie it all in. We'll just all have right. a super long episode. Uh, Little bits has droid building kits. So if you're into the STEM stuff, oh yeah, yeah, with your kids, the this kit is you can make any you can customize your droids or you can make an R two D two. Uh, but it's building it so it could drive. It has a soundboard that you have to program into it. Uh, it's really good uh, toy for future droid builders and coders. For the uh, Disney Imagineer of the future. Yeah. Uh, Radio Flyer. Have you seen the Landspeeder? No. It's a Luke Landspeeder. It's a Tatooine Landspeeder. $500. Oh. That thing better hover. Radio Flyer, why don't you send send me one? Hey, everyone. This is James, a.k.a. Nerdy at Home Dad. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulty, but the uh, recorder ran out of battery mid-Geeky-Weeky, so uh, it's just me right now uh, finishing up the Geeky-Weeky. Uh, we left off on uh, talking about Force Friday, and uh, let's see, we have a Lego Millennium Falcon uh, that is $799. It's the ultimate Le- uh, Millennium Falcon. Um there was a little bit of controversy with it in that uh, on the Lego site, uh, the price went from seven ninety nine to twelve ninety nine or to twelve hundred ninety nine, back to seven hundred ninety nine. Um, so, uh, I believe they have models of those set up at the Lego store. So if you have a Lego store near you, go check it out, uh, and maybe you'll walk home with it if you have eight hundred dollars. Uh, the last thing from Force Friday was uh, that we wanted to mention were Porgs. Porgs were the hot ticket this time, this Force Friday. Um, every, I'm pretty sure every toy that featured Chewbacca also had Porgs. Uh, they had Porg pillows. They have uh, animatronic Porgs that uh, flap their wings and roll around and make noise. Uh, there's a bunch of Funko Porgs. There's a Target exclusive Funko Porg. Uh, just Porgs everywhere. And you can get Porgs. Uh, the price point for Porgs is $8 to $50. Uh, and that wraps up our Force Friday 
uh, topic. Uh, I know Dr. Sarah bought some stuff. She bought some Porg stuff. Uh, Tui got some Porg stuff. And Johnny actually got the Sphero uh, R2-D2. And I got a bunch of Porg stuff and Chewbacca stuff. Um, The last thing in the Geeky Wiki that I wanted to share uh, is from the Nerdist website and it is the title of the article is uh, Star Wars Imperial March is a lot less evil when played in a major key Uh, so looking at the article uh, let me see it's called you could google Vader's Redemption the Imperial March in uh, major key and it'll pull up this song Um, let me see it comes from Ian Gordon. Uh, I believe he's a YouTuber, a musician YouTuber. Uh, so I'll play a little bit of it here so you can hear it. So yeah, so I kind of want this to, I kind of want a new version of Star Wars of uh, Return of the Jedi where this starts playing right as soon as Vader throws Palpatine off the ledge uh, or even after when we see Anakin's Force Ghost. Uh, But that is the Geeky Wiki. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Join us next week for... Another week of geeky stuff. That was some great news. That was some geeky news. Can you believe that Game of Thrones episode finale? Ooh, man. Now we have to wait till 2019. Everybody died. Uh, Everybody. 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 They they just, George R. R. Martin's like, "Eh, I'm not continuing in 2019. We're just done. Winter apocalypse. Anyway.